Hey everybody, welcome back to the Active Dads podcast. Today we wanted to cover a topic that's, you know, it's been a big part of our lives and it's a large part of most people's lives. They just don't realize they're doing it, you know? Yeah. So today we want to talk a little bit about mindfulness. And what mindfulness means is basically just being mindful of everything around you and, you know, everything inside you as well. You know, a lot of people talk about doing the empty mind meditation. One reason you do that is to kind of control the outside influence. You know, you literally just try to empty your mind. And people think that, you know, whenever you do the empty mind, you're literally supposed to think about nothing. So the art isn't about thinking about nothing. It's about letting whatever topic come into your head and see what it's about. Say, okay, I can, you know, I can deal with that later. Or, oh, this is a nice topic. Let's deal with this right now. You know, let me put my full focus on this. You know, and the yogis have been doing this forever, but they do meaningful meditations. You know what I mean? So, like, they they literally set apart time in their day to hit the mat or hit the pillow or whatever and do the meditation themselves. But there's a lot of different ways of being mindful just in normal life. Yeah. You know, and I know you've seen people who just like run through life, like tripping over coffee tables, bouncing into walls. Like they're not mindful of anything that they're doing. Right. And not to mention somebody who's <clears throat> eating 5,000 calories of fast food and sugar. They're not respecting their body. They're not being internally mindful right. of what's going on. You know, with you and me, you know, much like myself, you grew up fishing. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever me and my dad went fishing, that was my dad's form of meditation. Oh, yeah. And whenever we were hunting. That was, my dad didn't know he was meditating, but he knew he loved being in nature and he loved sitting quietly in a tree stand. And I'm sitting quietly in a tree stand 300 yards east of him, you know? So like, even though we're not there together, we're performing the same activity. Right. You know what I mean? So like, I tried to explain that to dad one time and he just looked at me like I had three eyeballs (laughs) and he's like, I I don't meditate. I'm like, you meditate about half of your day. Every, I mean, every little detail, you know, like. Even, you know, me and my grandfather, that's who I fished with the most growing up. I mean, that was like a almost everyday thing. But, I mean, there was just, there was always thought into everything. There was thought into, you know, loading the boat. There was thought into, you know, food. There, were, I mean, every mm-hmm. little thing. There was Dude, thought packing into, up the jigs yeah. in a yeah. certain way, keeping them organized, yeah. making mm-hmm. life easier. I mean, all of that stuff goes right back. And what yeah. about the guys who make their own jigs? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. my cousin got into it there for a while. It'd take him literally an hour to an hour and 15 minutes yeah. to thread this thing, put the right little, I don't know any of the proper terms, but like attach the hook in a certain way, put the head on a certain way, put the tail on a certain mm-hmm. way. And to him, it was a piece of art. You know, yeah. it was a piece of art that he actually used because right. he enjoyed fly fishing. But it was still just the craft of making the jig or whatever, fly. fly himself that he absolutely loved you know so fishing was kind of a secondary sport to his craft yeah yeah <clears throat> but no and that's the biggest thing about it. you know you can be mindful in what you're doing as well one of the big things i love about my job is whenever i'm working with a client like if you ever see me in the gym i'm basically ignoring everybody around me because yeah. all my focus is on them right. i'm mindful to their position I'm mindful to their technique. If something's wrong, I can notice it right away because they have my full attention. Yeah. You know, and I really got thinking about this and I wanted to bring it up because I started setting kind of some goals for myself. So very short term girl goals. I basically set up a habit tracker 
that I've been tracking, I set, you know, I don't know, maybe two or three gimme goals. You know, like stuff I do all day anyways because it feels good to check off stuff on a list, you know. Right, right. So one of them is drink a gallon of water a day. Another one is exercise for 30 minutes. Nothing structured, just 30 minutes of activity. So both of those are pretty well give me's, right. you know. And then I got kind of in-depth with other ones. So one of them is 30 minutes of writing every single day. And I've made it a point to check that one off. That's one of the tougher ones for me. But I also set weekly goals. So when I set weekly goals, one of them is walk the dog three times that week. You know, yeah. we normally walk one or two, but I want to bump it up a little bit. You know, she needs some more exercise, but it's hot out, so I don't want to walk her every single day. Yeah. Another one is getting in one uninterrupted hour with Raylan three times a week. You know, we're still going to have family time. He's still going to get his TV time. But three times a week, it's just me and him, one-on-one. Sarah's off doing her own thing for just a solid hour. Yeah. Just playing, just running around the house, running around outside, whatever, you know. And one thing that I'm trying to do with that is not only increase our bond, but it's just really cool to see kids discover the world. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I noticed that big time whenever we were at the beach. And, like, he started playing in the water, and he was laying down on his belly, and the wave would crash over, and he would just die laughing, die smiling, <clears throat> you know, like. All right. With kids, they don't do anything for your feelings. They don't know that you have feelings. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. So, like, whenever he laughs, it's because he truly found something funny. Whenever I come home from work and he runs through the kitchen with his arms up, just giggling and cackling as loud as he can to give me a hug, it's because he truly wants to give me a hug. He's not trying to show me love. He's trying to get that from me. Right. You know, like, he truly misses me. He's not doing it because he start thinking about that so like i've tried to be a lot more mindful of that and whenever we you know like the first time we i took him shopping i had him in one of those little baby carriers on my chest and he was facing out and just whenever we walked into valley hills mall you know something i've been going to ever since i was his age yeah he just like looks up at the sky like goes and just dies laughing and kicking his feet like he thought that was the coolest thing he had ever seen right but like i said you see like this pureness in the true emotion of it Mm -hmm. nothing is done for anybody's sake it's just him absolutely enjoying and loving the world around him yeah and i just thought that was badass so like for that one hour that's kind of what we do you know we build stuff with blocks and then he destroys the stuff we build with blocks and he throws balls and throws toys and it's just awesome to see him in the moment like that yeah you know what i mean oh yeah yeah i mean my Man, my kid's 13, started his first uh, eighth grade this year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, watching him, I mean, and and our stuff was, I mean, we were very similar, you know, with him growing up. I mean, I didn't have, I guess I didn't have, like, specific, you know, time, you know, set back for for just us. But, I mean, it just kind of happened that way anyway. Um, But, yeah, I mean. Just seeing him in the moment, um, you know, the beach was a big thing for him, mm-hmm. um, just like you were talking about. Um, and and we've made sure that every year we go back there. Um, now we go way more, you know, we, we go four, five, six times hey, in a year that, now. Um, and, you know, even considering moving there. But, but watching him um, grow into that and be exposed to that, 
I mean, now the kids, I mean, that's, that's his, that's his love and one of his passions is, is the ocean. I mean, he, the uh, weather, meteorology and the ocean, um, uh, as much time as he can spend at the beach, he will, he loves, you know, one of his big things is jellyfish. You know, when most people are trying to stay away from him, he's out in the water trying to catch them, oh, wow. trying to find them, trying to catch them. I mean, that's his thing. Um, so just being, just watching, even going back and looking at like photos um, from when he was small, you know, where he was and where he's at now, um, you know, being into something like that, um, having a passion for, and then even considering that being his career, you know, um, his college career, and then, you know, looking for a job in marine biology, you know, meteorology. How do you combine the two? Um, could I work for NOAA? Could I, you know, what is NOAA? Um, you hadn't really asked me that. It's the, oh, it's like an acronym for a company? It's the acronym for the... He's going to kill me if I get this wrong. <laughs> you better get it right. National Oceanic... Astronomy... Atmospheric... Habitat. I don't know. I'm going to have to look it up now. <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was like somebody you knew. My bad. Like NOAA is like where you get all your... So they like study how the moon affects yeah, the ocean and all that stuff weather everything weather okay you and the iphone man that's how you know you have a wiretap my droid does nothing up here you put an iphone near this microphone you get feedback like crazy all right all right what is it hey, I won't say it. Well, hurry up man. Oh, come back God. that's what you get for getting an iphone i bro. should call him and tell him to, hey what is this <laughs> probably be faster This is Ryan. He peeked yeah, his head in. Probably looking for that chick. See, they do everything from you know weather, climate, oceans and coasts, fisheries. Um, I just want to know what the acronym stood for. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, you know, they don't make it that easy. Okay, moving on. Okay. I just gave our listeners something to Google later and yeah, learn more Google about. That. They probably yeah. all know that. And they're like, you're an idiot. Yeah. National Oceanic and Atmospheric. Where'd you go? <laughs> moving on, John. Agency. He wants to know about that. Yeah. Yeah, so everything national, oceanic, atmospheric, yeah, yeah. oceans, atmosphere. That's cool. That's his thing. So that and jellyfish. So that's, you know, he's looking into, you know, do I go to, I'm, you know, I can go to school for marine biology or, or meteorology with a, you know, with a, a major, you know, a study in, in uh, jellyfish species, local jellyfish species. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just watching him and being mindful of the things that he loves and then going back there making sure that we get back there making sure we spend time there because we saw that you know when he was young that he yeah. had a passion for that and just making sure that we continue to help feed that passion um and then you know like i said now he's 13 and that's his, that's his thing you know and yeah i think <clears throat> it's a lot different from him than it was me because i I guess maybe me growing up and even my like brothers and sisters, I don't know if with, you know, three kids in the house, if it was just hard to be mindful of what our passions really were other than like playing sports and yeah. the normal stuff. But we just kind of, it was easier for us, I guess one child just to focus on that. Um, but then of course we love going to the coast. So, um, you know, it's great family time, but also like I said, being mindful of him now and having him in our lives and what his passions are and, 
and those things. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it is. And, you know, that's one great thing about having a hobby is it's something you can easily lose yourself in, you know. Mm -hmm. So, like, for any of the listeners out there, if you're kind of curious about, like, what you're mindful about, what's the one thing that you can do that you just lose time over? Yeah. You know what I mean? And jujitsu is a great thing for that. Even though I'm teaching jujitsu, I still lose track of the time. You know, I'm like, oh, we cover this. Oh, oh yeah. I can't cover that without going over this too. You know, and like I start mm-hmm. linking these things together. And unfortunately for me, I have a hard time of backing of backing off excuse yeah. me, <clears throat> to where I'm not giving out too much information. So I've like made it a habit to stick to three or four techniques four only if everything kind of ties into one common thread three if i'm just kind of playing getting loose with it you know so like i tell people this all the time you don't have to sit in a quiet room with your eyes closed to meditate anything that you can do just to separate your consciousness from the daily grind of Mm -hmm. work of bills even of some family lives you know i mean don't get me wrong your family can be part of those things like when we're hanging out at the beach no, yeah. we weren't watching the clock. Was on vacation. Absolutely. Everything was about we do what we do whenever we want to do it. You there's know? no itinerary. Yeah, that's when my I'm on vacation. It's my favorite vacations. Man. I mean, there's some people that live by an itinerary even on vacation, but not. I mean, we don't. It's one of those like we get up when we, when we want to get up, we head out when we want to head out, and if it's if we lay out on the beach till you know it's dark outside, then so be it. We grab some food on the way back in, whatever. But. You know, we're in the moment when we're there. Phones, I leave my phone in the, at the condo or at the house, and man, I don't even want to see that thing, you know. The yeah. people that I'm worried about pretty much, for the most part, you know, are with me. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, obviously there's family back home and all those things, but but the people I'm trying to focus my energy on at the time. Yeah, the people mm-hmm. that you need a vacation with, right. you know. Um, and then for me, you know, like, cycling and running those are those are those things like you know yesterday was the first time i've hopped on my bike and i mean i was saturday we got up saturday and did a long run which was great um what'd y'all get in saturday i thought this is oh no uh, this is the deload week right oh saturday Saturday was still a heavy week yeah saturday was 16 miles and then i did 40 miles on my bike yesterday um but dude i was pumped you know for a couple days about hitting you know getting on the bike yesterday and you know, I was mindful of the fact that I had to be home at a kind of a certain time, but I still got lost in it. You know, before I knew it, it was like you look down at your watch and you're like, oh my God, I've been out here for three hours yeah, or two and a half hours, you know, and I got to get back. Um, but it's easy for me to get lost in those things because they just, anything that was on my mind, even out there on the road, I'm just, I get focused on, you know, pedal stroke, cadence, um, this next climb coming up is going to whoop my tail um how yeah. fast can i go up this climb? you know just different yeah. stuff just focusing um, on the task at hand or that's it i mean even i mean just the everything around me the countryside the beautiful views man i can't wait climbs gonna suck but the view at the top is great the descent's even better because you're gonna have wind in your beard wind in your hair and it's gonna feel great because you're gonna cool off a little bit i mean all those things i pay attention to hmm. um i mean just the stuff you see the deer on in the fields and the turkeys in the fields i mean it's just that's all part of it it's like the <clears throat> being mindful of that i mean because i know like when you race a bicycle it's a lot different than when you go out and train and ride a bicycle when you race you're focused specifically on the guy in front of you or the wheels in front of you where you miss every single thing that you're going by but 
like yesterday it was more of a i'm gonna i want to ride hard maintain a good tempo get a good workout but at the same time i'm gonna enjoy everything that there's out there you know everything the world has to offer exactly the so external views, focus um, yes you know the cows everything just all of it and that's i'm kind of you know i'm a fall guy um fall is my favorite holiday and there's nothing more and it's it, it was actually on my mind um driving home on friday i was like man i can't wait to be riding on the countryside when the trees all start to turn mm. it's just one of the coolest things you got that cool breeze you know no traffic beautiful colors you know autumn colors and just you and your bike pedaling through it it's just one of the coolest things um for me and it just takes your mind off everything that's what you need man everybody needs one of those hobbies and don't get me wrong so entertainment can do that as well you know a lot of people are like oh i love movies because it just takes you out of it yeah it does but at the same time if it has a good storyline and good character development then it's also going to be drama too oh yeah and like absolutely. drama is what most people are trying to get away from so don't bring drama i can't tell you how many times i've walked in on my wife watching a tv show or a movie and just bawling her eyes out. i'm like what are you doing She's tied and she's a like, memory yeah. to that movie, and I do the same thing. Well, not only that, but like she's letting this TV show or movie full of actors completely control her emotions. And I know you're wrong. Like, some great movies have had some tear jerker scenes in it. Oh yeah, but I don't want to watch that. Same thing. I don't want to watch scary movies. I don't I like to stress out. No, nah, I don't do scary. I don't do scary movies. That's a different long story. But I don't do scary movies whatsoever. I watch something I want to have action, something that interests me, or like a comedy or something. Yeah. I'm cool with like some rom coms as well. You know, I watch anything, but like if it's just, you know, like relationship drama or backstabbing families or yeah. like any of the bold and beautiful stuff or any of the millions of reiterations of those stories that are now daytime television, I want nothing to do with it. See, I'm I'm like a an emotional roller coaster. Oh, I know that. And that's kind of ups and downs, ups and downs. So everything, like, depending on where I'm at, you know, mm. on that spectrum, it's like the music, music, what I watch. Like, if I'm if I'm kind of down in the dumps, well, I mean, anybody's really like this, but, you know, yeah, of course. if I'm kind of, like, in some weird spot where I don't really know, like, I don't know why I'm kind of down in the dumps or whatever. <clears throat> but yeah you get one of those movies like you're talking as a tearjerker and you just you start to you start to connect with what's going on that and you start to relate that to where you're at and the next thing you know you've bought into exactly what's on that what's going on in that flick going oh my gosh oh, i went through the exact same thing you know yeah. Even, same way with music like if i'm down in that area and you know down in one of those valleys and you know in a dark spot the last thing I need to listen to is like some sad country music. Yeah. Because it's just going to take me further. Right. So, you know, it's, yeah, you have it's, to be mindful of those things. You do have to be mindful of your feelings and your own emotions. Same thing, man. That's why I never understood why people listen to like screaming rock. I'm like, what emotion does this pull out of you? You know, I listen to country music, but I listen to like the happy stuff. Yeah. I like the sad stuff too. I mean, some of us are really good, you know, but like my favorite era was like the honky tonk scene you know the yeah. late 80s early 90s country yeah. so like that gets me in a nice mood whenever i listen to like screaming music like necro goblicon or something like that i'm like i, 
I don't I think you have to be a little psychotic or a little schizophrenic to actually enjoy this stuff. I don't I don't relate to this music at all. I see and I'm across the board. I listen to obviously a lot of metal and screaming metal and I just but, don't get it, man. But then you may walk in and I'm spinning some Frank Sinatra. It just really depends on what my mood is and kinda of where I'm yeah. at. Like here recently, I mean, Sturgill Simpson and brought a new album out Friday. Oh, I didn't know that. I'll it's check it out. It's a really, really good album. It's like experimental it. stuff, like you did. No, it's, it's a straight up. This is a straight up Western album. Okay, um, I'll it's, check it's it out. a killer album. Yeah. The problem is, is I'm not in a spot right now where I can take it in. Hmm. If that makes that makes sense. Yeah. Like, like I can listen, and I'm like, this is awesome, but I can't like absorb it. I can't get into the into it. Yeah. Now give me another week or two or something something will flip and i'll be like oh my god this is you know i'm just gonna sit and listen to nothing but that but here for about the past three weeks it's been pretty much goth music yeah you know like not like scary goth music but like the cure and and peter murphy and joy division stuff like yeah, that yeah. See, i can't get in that stuff old either. 80s you know early yeah. 90s stuff mm. and that's it's not that i'm depressed it's just kind of it's kind of got me on this little just I don't know, a little cloud. Just floating on this little cloud. Um, trying to get through. Well, you enjoy your little cloud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little but dark I just, cloud. I, mean, I listen to basically country music exclusive. I listen to some rock. I like, you know, like Godsmack. We've talked about that on here before. Yeah. I believe, you know, they're excellent artists. And they're, while some of it, they do have kind of that screamer flair mm. in some songs that's like the emotional like the breakdown part of the song right you know what i mean you can tell what he's going through what he's thinking through the song yeah. and then he just has that little break you know i kind of can into like dmx when he barks and stuff yeah you know it's just like the emotion like the raw emotion coming out right but no man i'm i just <clears throat> i don't know being mindful it's kind of put up on this pedestal to where a lot of people think that it is something tough to achieve and it's really not yeah. Like I said, you don't have to take a meditation class. You don't have to hire a guru to try to figure it out. If you want to try like the true inner mindfulness stuff, just take it one step at a time. You know, find yeah. a nice quiet room. You know, if you want a little bit of a, uh, what do you call it, like background noise, yeah. you can download one of those apps on your phone. Just get some white noise going on, mm -hmm. and then just sit still. And whenever any thought comes into your head, which you're going to get flooded with, I think the human brain can withstand like something like a thousand thoughts yeah. a minute or something like that, you know, just flashes back and forth constantly. That's cool. Just let it come in, hang out with it for a second, and then just push it right out yeah. the door, you know. Oh, I forgot to call mom back. Ooh, okay, I need to remember to do that. Yeah. And just let it go, you know. Oh, this happened at work. Well, I'm not at work right now. I'll deal with that when I get back to work, you know. Yeah. Just kind of let the thoughts flow through. But a lot of people would, like, sit there, close their eyes. Three seconds later, like, I just can't do this. Like, well, the more you say I can't do this, the more you can't do oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you'll know, I mean, you know, you know you're there when you start having, you know, out loud conversations with yourself yeah. about all these, about the topic, whatever it is. I mean, I do it all the time. It's kind of scary sometimes, though. I mean, it shouldn't be. That's you like, with your consciousness, yeah. you know, and a lot of people think that somebody talks to themselves is crazy. It's not. They're just having a very loud thought at the moment yeah. and getting it out is good. Mm -hmm. You know, like whenever they talk about taking notes. You know, you're much more likely to remember if you write it down than if you type it out. It's just yeah. a different form of communication. So you're much, I don't want to say you're, it's much easier to kind of get that thought out 
whenever you literally say it out loud instead of thinking it. That's how you communicate to yourself. You can think it, but you can also say it out loud and hear yourself say it. That's like mantras. They don't tell you to think about mantras really hard. They tell you to speak it out loud. Look in the mirror. Talk to yourself whenever you're saying those mantras, whatever your mantra is. You know, you want to repeat that to yourself. That way you understand it better. You don't just think about it real loud. Yeah. Literally say it out, you know. And if you are doing that and, you know, you want to keep that private, don't do it on your front porch if you have a ring doorbell. No. Because, man, I've done that a couple times. Oh, I probably, yeah. Best place to do it is sitting in traffic in your rearview mirror. Yeah, I've done that one a lot. (laughs) Just roll down your windows. Make sure you get everybody's attention. Usually, I am pretty. I am pretty. I am pretty. Usually Monday through Friday on that three twenty one drive home at five thirty (laughs) six o'clock. Yeah, I'm saying a lot of stuff in the mirror. Mm. Yeah, but that's what you need. I mean, whatever form of communication works best for you. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you have to learn how to talk to yourself. That's also one of the fastest ways of learning how to motivate yourself. You know, like we talked about before with coaching kids and kind of speaking to children there's certain ways that you use to motivate some athletes that you don't motivate other athletes mm. there's certain reward centers that work for kids that don't work for adults same thing right. you have to learn the best way to communicate with yourself and one of the best ways of doing that is becoming more mindful of you know just any type of meditation so you can be mindful towards your professional goals towards your personal goals like i said one of the things that helps keep me accountable is doing the checklist so that checklist is a way of keeping me mindful of my habits you know it's i'm the only person who sees it you know well that's a lie so i do screenshot it and share it in our accountability group that we have for phoenix jiu-jitsu but whenever i'm doing it you know i'm the one who keeps myself accountable it's easy to check off all those boxes screenshot send it in i can knock out the whole checklist in five seconds right but i'm holding myself to no this was done today this was done today that was done today and that's one of the ways that i stay mindful of not only how i'm spending my time but how i'm spending my attention (coughs) excuse me and that's two of the things that i really wanted to work towards you know i thought about doing the hard 75 or 75 Mm -hmm. hard or whatever and then i realized that it was just the exact same thing every single day i thought like the some of the challenges change day by day but it's the exact same thing for 75 days you mess up one day you start back at one and don't get me wrong it's kind of cool the notion that somebody should work out twice a day every day for 75 days never worked out before is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life yeah it sounds like you're ready to burn out fast that will that induce injury and metabolic damage but beyond those two things I really like the format of it so I designed my own you know what are my goals what do I want to spend I only did 30 days not 75 days I want manageable chunks so what do I want to spend my next 30 days on how can I hold myself accountable to make the next 30 days the most productive 30 days I've had in the past couple years. And this was it. I wrote out all of my goals. And like I just mentioned some of my goals, I have some other ones. 10 minute meditation a day is on there. Journaling is on there. So I just wanted to do that. So I have, I think five daily goals and then I have four weekly goals. Some of them are professional. Some of them are personal. Yeah. So that's what I want to do. These are the things I know I need in my life. So this is what I'm holding myself accountable to doing. And that's, like I said, that's being mindful and accountable of how I manage my time. And once you start actually breaking that down, man, you realize how much time slips through your fingers. Like if you do, you know, like last week's my week back for vacation. 
notably one of the least productive weeks of your year is the week after a vacation, right? So I just started thinking about it. I was like, I literally did nothing productive except train clients to do jujitsu, which don't get me wrong. That's what I get paid to do. But I have so many other personal projects that I could have been working on in the meantime that it sickens me to think I just wasted six full days on not being productive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what got me thinking about the mindful thing. That's what got me thinking, okay, I can't let this happen again. Whether it's the week after vacation or whatever, I have to make sure that I'm accountable towards what I'm doing. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's always, you know, it's catch up, you know, after a week off. I mean, yeah. much like you're doing, but, you know, mine just kind of sits there and piles up. So, and it's hard to be productive because you're catching up. For me, productive is being caught up and moving forward. Mm-hmm. But when I'm playing catch up, it's hard to be productive at the stuff I need to do today. You know? Oh, exactly. Yeah, you're still a week behind. Yeah, still, <laughs> best case yeah, scenario. Yeah, and it's and, and then it, once you get caught up, you're like, oh well, I can be much more productive in my current day than I'm doing because I was able to catch up a week's worth of work right. in a two week span. So you know you can at least be thirty percent more productive. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time. Is it beneficial for you to be 30% more productive or is it beneficial for you to have that extra 30% of time to either work on a personal project or Mm. to actually relax so you don't work yourself into the grave and you can back off a little bit and take care of your health a little bit more. Maybe during that catch-up phase, you had to skip lunch to do it or maybe you had to like get yeah. a lunch that you weren't planning on that That's wasn't absolutely. on the meal plan. i mean what happens i mean pretty much you're you know eating lunch on the fly i mean it's usually something fast you can eat in a vehicle yep. knock it out and be done with it at yep. your desk as fast as you can because you gotta go to the next place you know go to the next place um and then you know by the time you get home you're just by the time well by the time you get off it's later than normal and then you gotta get your workout in and you know by the time you get home you're just you're toast yeah. You know, and then you're, then you're trying to be mindful of the fact that, hey, while, you know, while, yes, I just spent a solid week of vacation with my family, I still want to spend the day with the rest of the evening with them. However, I'm more out exhausted and stressed to the gills. Yep. Um, That's it, man. It's not worth overworking <laughs> yourself. You know, if you can be more productive in your day, obviously go for that. Oh, yeah. But it's going to add to your home life stress mm-hmm. or just wear you out to where you can't have a productive home life. Yeah. And that's definitely not worth it. Right. Yep. All right, man. Anything else to add? Yeah, just be mindful. Oh. Yeah, be mindful. It's kind of the whole topic of the thing. Thank you for the recap, John. Was that what we were talking about? Mindfulness? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, y'all. Thank you very much for listening. And Lord willing, we'll be talking to you next week. Have fun. Bye. Later. <laughs>